Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. If you align yourself with the right people, your life will change. Your life will transform. Your life will be different, but you're going to have to invest time, effort, energy, or money. Because if you want a moment like this moment that I'm having in real time that you are about to experience with a person that for me changed my life forever. If you never listen to another podcast in your life, listen to this one. Because we have a parlay and a back and forth that I know is going to bring tremendous amount of value to your life. I think that hearing you say action and suffering is such a big proponent of that. I heard those words from you. So I want to mm -hmm. just say thank you for that. And the course yeah. of this journey has been such a big deal. Why is that so important to you? Like what, what was the catalyst to come to that with yourself? Sure. So this wasn't something where I was like, I read it in a clever self-help book or anything. Like this is one of those hard won lessons where I was like, uh, okay, so what happened was I had a I had a podcast in a business, a training company, and I ran it for 11 years. And I over time, I'd been doing like, pretty much all the work I had a lot of uh, team, they were great. I worked with a lot of amazing people. But the people I had brought in as partners years and years before, you know, they're it's Thursday at 2pm, they're not answering their phones anymore. They're going out for you know, they want weeks and weeks off. They're not adding to the bottom line, they need raises because they have credit card debt. And I'm like, Okay, I'm saving money. I'm getting married. I want to have kids. I'm saving up for a house. These guys are like, Hey, we have 30 K in credit card debt. We need a raise. And I'm like, this isn't working. Like we're paying more in taxes because you need more income. So there was a lot of little disputes and we had an amicable split worked out. And then they just went, we're not going to honor this. You know, we're not, we're just not going to honor it. And then I was like, you know what? I have to start over on my own and do the Jordan Harbinger show and just not worry about it. Because when I talk to people that you might call mentors and guys that have sort of been there and done that in business, they were like, I know you think it's a big loss. Just start over and move forward Sue them or whatever. But like, don't get bogged down in the suit, get to work moving forward. And that, that was awesome advice. That's exactly what I did. But then my former partners sued me because they were like, wait, you weren't supposed to move on and be successful without us. So they tried to, well, they did file a lawsuit. It didn't go well for them. Um, and but it took a long time and it was expensive. It was much more expensive for them, but that was a, that's another story for another time. Uh, that's what happens when you sue lawyers. It gets expensive for you. Um, so I, but I had been waking up for the first couple of weeks after the split and I was like, how am I gonna restart this thing that I created over 11 years on my own? Like, is the timing wrong? You know, I'd started in 2006 when podcasting was like new. Can you build a big podcast now? Are people going to find me? Do I have what it takes to do this on my own? Like all of these questions. 
but it wasn't like, all right, I've got this. I was like, oh my God, I'm screwed. And then I'd wake up at 2 a.m. to go to the bathroom and I wouldn't be able to sleep again. And I'd be like, my heart's pounding. What is going on? And I went to the doctor because my wife was like, dude, you never sleep anymore. Like you're, lo I lost a bunch of weight. And so I went to the doctor and they're like, oh, your, your blood markers, everything's good. What's going on in your life? And I started talking about what was going on. And they're like, bro, you're having like literal, what sounds like panic attacks at night. And I'm like, I don't feel, no, I'm not panicking. I'm just thinking about all these things that I have to do. And I'm thinking about all these issues that I'm dealing with. And they're like, yeah, it's called anxiety. Don't know if you've heard of it. And I'm like, no, 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 you're, mis you're misunderstanding. I'm worried, but it's not like I'm freaking out. I'm just waking up and I can't go back to sleep, but my heart's racing. And they're like, hello, Google freaking anxiety, you dumbass. This is what you have. And then of course, doctors, many doctors are like, here's pills. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Humans deal with anxiety. I don't need pills. I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not having suicidal ideation. I'm not, uh, like, I don't have any issues with my body right now. Like we'll monitor my blood panel and my, you know, my blood uh, and my, uh, what is it? Uh, like gut panel, you know, monitor the stuff that, that says, hey, you're killing yourself. Like make sure that's not happening. But I just started walking more outside. I started talking to friends more. I made sure I had social contact every single day, even if it was like a 12 hour, 16 hour, super busy day, I'd do like a 30 minute or 20 minute or 15 minute call with a friend. Um, that helped a lot. But the action and suffering thing was, I felt like I had so many things to do that you ever made a protein shake in a blender and the top comes off and everything and you're just like, there goes my afternoon, right? Because you're cleaning like freaking whey protein out of the lights. That's what I felt like my life was at that time. And the energy had nowhere to go. It was like every day I'd wake up and it would be like, vroom, and it'd be all over the kitchen. And I'd be like, oh, I got to clean this up. And I'm, I'm cleaning up all these little things. Like I got to start a Twitter account. I got to open bank accounts. But then I was like, all right, Instead of freaking out about all this stuff because there's so much, I just sat down and I made a plan. It was like a hundred things that I had, literally, that I had to do. And I made this huge ass list with my wife. And when I made the list, I did a, a few of them. And then I took a glorious nap. And then when I woke up, I did a few more until I was tired. And then the next, I, I went to bed and I slept fine because I was like, well, tomorrow I'm gonna do this, 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 this. And I'm probably gonna be out of time about here. And I just started knocking everything down. And as I did that, my business was building up and I was rebuilding things and getting things back on track. And I was like, wow, th like, look, making a plan, great insight, jack off. Like, why am I listening to you about this? Seriously though, like if you have no plan or the plan's only in your head, that's a huge problem because your head is going, well, maybe you should move this over here. What about that? Oh, but when you do this thing, don't forget about that. But if you write everything down and you're just knocking them down and then you think of something new, you just add it to your to-do list. There were hundreds of things on this list over the last few months or over the first few months, sorry, of rebuilding the Jordan Harbinger show. And as I knocked them out, I felt better as opposed to feeling worse, which is what I felt like before because it would like, it was like pulling weeds, right? I'd pull one out and go, oh good, I finally did this. And I'd be like, there's these three more things I didn't even think of. And I'm up at 3 a.m. typing and writing things down. That was miserable. But when I had the action focus, I was able to focus my energy like a laser beam instead of a blender. And that was really what made me feel like instead of, wham, what was me? How am I gonna do it? It was like, okay, we hit a major setback, but I'm, I'm on my feet and I'm walking and I'm warming up to a run again. Whereas before I was just kind of rolling around in the mud. You know, that's really, that's really what it was. I was gaining no ground. It, even if I was gaining ground, it didn't feel like it.
because I didn't have any sort of sense of a map of the territory and it didn't feel like I had forward momentum. The truth is like when you are value driven, whether that's part of your ethos or your who you are as a human being, there is patience and a vast amount of it required. But often you have to give something up to get what you want. You were having a conversation with Jordan Harbinger one time and you were talking about the courage to quit. And that hit me so hard, dude, because the greatest change in my life came from quitting shit that did not bring me value. Talk about the courage to quit, John. Do you know how many people's lives suck right now? And I mean, are just like shitty, shitty lives right now because they're afraid to quit. Like it's the majority of the population. And I see it every single day. I see that person that's in law school on their first or second semester and they hate it and they're miserable but guess what? They paid $20,000, $40,000 to be there. And everybody thinks that they're in law school. So it's so impressive. So they end up spending the next 40 years of their life being a miserable lawyer. Or the person that just read a book one day or saw a movie that, you know, so watch Grey's Anatomy. And they're like, oh my God, being a nurse is amazing. Like you get to do this and you get to marry the doctor and you get to, and they become a nurse. And I've seen it happen to people close to me in my family, by the way. And, they, you know, go to school, get the degree, get the job, and they're working 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. shifts overnight. And they're just miserable because they're just changing bedpans and they're just doing this. And they never thought that it was anything like that. And I'm just like, oh my God, like these people, they had this sunk cost fallacy. They think that just because they started going down the road, that it's too much energy or there's too much cost to turning around, going back to the beginning and trying again. And, you know, just to kind of give like a financial example, this happens all the time to people in, in the stock market. Like they'll buy a stock at like 20. They're like, oh my God, if it goes to 30, like I'm going to sell and I'm going to make 50% gain. It's going to be amazing. And then it goes to 40 and they're like, oh my God, it's at 40. And then it goes to 50. They're like, oh my God, like what happened to them selling at 30? Well, now they're not going to sell because now they're seeing real dollar bills. And then the stock starts going down. They're like, oh, if it just gets back to 50, then I'll sell. But now it's down to four. Oh, if it just gets back to 40, I'll sell. And then it's back to 30. Well, if it just gets back and then, it, and then all of a sudden they're in the red and this happens all the time. And so it happens in finance, it happens in life, it happens in business, it happens in everywhere, this sunk cost fallacy. And it all stems back to people not being willing to have the courage to quit, the courage to know that I'm going to make a decision and it may not be the best decision that I could ever possibly make, but it's going to be a decision that I make and I'm going to go forward, not look over my back in hindsight. And this kind of does bring me back to my army days, I'll tell a real quick story is that, you know, we were on a mission under fire and I was a platoon leader. So I had to make a decision. Now here I am, this 23 year old young buck, like I'm going to be like general Patton and make like the greatest decision in the world right now. That's going to win the war, you know, but I got to come up with the greatest decision. And he grabs me and throws me against the Humvee. He's like, LT, a good decision now is better than a great decision later because there might not be later for us. And like, I was like, holy crap, like he's right. Bullets are literally flying. So that's a, obviously an extreme example, but it's true in life as well. Like if you just go through life and you make really good decisions at every opportunity and you're just action, 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 take, making good decisions, 
it's going to lead to something great. But if you're frozen in the moment and you just are waiting for that great decision, you are never, ever going to take the type of action that it takes to be a massive success. So you need to understand the courage to quit, the courage to make a good decision and not worry that it's not a great decision, the courage to take action. Those things are critical to your journey. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show, but I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. I recognize that the only way that I was ever going to be living a fulfilling life was to do fulfilling things. What role does desire play in helping you figure out fulfillment? Because I have found this huge desire to end generational trauma in my lifetime. But I will say this, it came through the rock bottom. Yeah. And I think when we have nothing to lose and we get that choice, you know, that, you know, that existential choice of, hey, I only got one place to be other than this, so I got a choice. Do I wanna make this happen or do I make the other thing happen? You know, existence itself. In fact, that's what the one lesson of COVID that I enjoyed with Deepak Chopra, we were discussing, that was the first time on earth that everybody had to take into consideration human existence. Everybody had some sort of existential experience of the fear of least, of that bottom of a choice the ultimate choice to live or not to live and to me that's a, a bottom that we all have that's the the last part uh and when we make that decision and some people can make it without ever hitting that point other people like you and i i think we're just maybe uh not as enlightened we we, we have to be forced into the choice but once we make the choice and i see a lot of people who have been confronted with that choice have acceleration in their lives now. They have purpose and passion in their life. They have desire. But I will tell you where desire comes from uh, in my circumstance and where I see I can help other people start the process of gaining desire. And the greatest desire you can have, the number one common denominator of the spirit of excellence or people who seem to have a lot of passion, purpose, and profitability in their life is the desire that they must be what they can be. And understanding that to me is understanding who. I think the simple question of who can I help with what I want and who can help me, though that one thing I think helps as a catalyst to desire that when we start exploring who we can help and who can help us, there's an inspiration, a confirmation of in spirit, of being connected to and through each other and through source to become a greater resource by asking for help and also giving help an incredible way in order to start the process, a pragmatic tool to start the process of building desire. As you've gone through this journey, what do you think are probably the precursors that have helped you step into and attain not only the learner's mindset, but the growth mindset? Because I would have to think at some period of your life, you were in your own way. I think that's true for all of us. And I don't want to put words in your mouth if I'm wrong, but were there certain steps that you took to actually adapt this understanding of possibility in your life? 
No doubt. So the the good or bad news is that, you know, Carol Dweck and the book Mindset did not exist when I was going through all of this stuff. Um, you know, I'm very excited for the generation coming up behind me that have the internet. They just grow up with all of this incredible information. What I had, though, was nature's gift, which was pain and suffering. And so I was in deep emotional pain uh, in my early to mid 20s. And my pain was largely around that I didn't believe I was smart enough to achieve the dreams that I'd had since I was a little kid. And that was a very dark and difficult realization. And the, the thing was, it was actually true. I just didn't have the word yet, yet. So I wasn't smart enough yet. I wasn't good enough yet. I wasn't talented enough yet. And because I didn't realize that I could get smarter, better, faster, stronger, uh, it felt like I had been cursed. And there's this amazing uh, moment in this movie called Amadeus. And this is based on real characters. So Mozart, obviously Mozart, Amadeus Mozart. Um, and his contemporary, a guy named Solieri. And in that movie, Solieri laments to God saying, why make me just good enough to realize I'll never be as good as Mozart? And I remember that hit me like a lightning bolt in a way that's funny now, but it wasn't funny at the time where I was like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. Why make me just smart enough to realize I'll never be smart enough to do the things that I want to do? And that was crippling for I don't know, man, five or six years. Like it was a really long period of time where it seemed self-evident to me that I wasn't smart enough to do what I wanted to do. And so I didn't even try. And so my life was just getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller to the point where after graduating from film school, second in my class, by the way, which is a whole nother thing, graduate second in my class from arguably the most prestigious film school in the world. And I'm selling video games retail in like some hole in the wall shop, you know, deep in the valley here in LA. And I remember the owner of that company actually pulled me aside and was like, what are you doing? Like you could do more, but I longed for that. My ego was so fragile that I needed to be in a position where somebody would pull me aside and say, what are you doing? Kid, you're smarter than this. And because I needed to feel smart, I just realized, oh, if I go put myself in these small rooms where people don't have dreams and they're not as smart as me, that I'll get that feedback that I want. And it was so self-destructive and so unnerving. Like I used to, and I mean, look, I don't want to paint. You tell these stories and while they all are true, it becomes a mythologized version of your own life. But I would come home and some days just literally lay on the carpet, just lay face down on the carpet. So I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like if you've seen when Harry met Sally and he just sits there and moans, that's literally what it was like. I was so unhappy and had no sense of how I was ever going to get out of this. And so it just felt like my life was this one-way street to mediocrity. And I, then I started reading about the brain. And so I don't remember, unfortunately, what gave me the insight around, uh, hey, look into this idea called neuroplasticity. And it was being really debated at the time. Now, of course, we call it a growth mindset, but it didn't have that name back then. It was debated in the science because this is like late 90s, early thousands. And I decided one day that I was going to act as if brain, 
brain plasticity were real and to try to learn things and get better. And couple that with at that moment, I happened to get a job teaching, which of course I got out of this sort of desperation of those that can do and those that can't teach, which is a whole thing. And teaching is this incredible profession. But at the time, I did not have the right mindset around it. Um, so it was, I wasn't doing it thinking, oh my God, this is going to be this incredible way for me to prove to myself that brain plasticity is real. But that's what it ended up being. That what I realized was, okay, I'm reading about the brain. That's, that's a hugely transformational thing in my life. I start reading about the brain and how it works. And at the same time, I'm teaching these students how to make their films better. And so I end up having this aha moment of, wait a second, if I can teach the students and their films are objectively getting better, why can't I teach myself the same thing? And so that was that light bulb moment of, oh my God, you actually can get better. And so it became this like, and of course, it's not like one moment and now all of a sudden, like I'm on the right path. But it gave me the signals of, hey, like you need to keep pushing yourself. You need to keep trying. You need to keep reading and studying and, you know, like really what I would now say, ABL, always be learning. But it started me down that path of like, hey, don't think that you read your last book in college. Start reading more now. Start getting into this. Start listening to people that give me what at the time just felt like hope. So anybody that was like, of course we can get better. I was like, yo, I want to spend more time with this person. I want to be around people that are pushing me to get better, that are pushing themselves to get better. And then, dude, the nail in the coffin, I started going to the gym. And when you realize, wait a second, I can't pick up a 50 pound weight and curl it today, but two months from now I can. And you look at your arms and they're getting bigger and you're getting stronger and you can move weight that you couldn't move before because the brain is invisible. And so it doesn't feel like anything is changing because it's happening so slowly. But if you're in the gym and you're keeping a journal and you can see four months ago, I was lifting 25s and now I'm lifting 50s. You're like, damn, like it really becomes this thing. And then if you're married to my wife, she's like touching your muscles and is like, oh my God, like this is so sexy. And so it just creates this reinforcing thing of like, hey, I, I am seeing the change in my body. I'm pretty sure I'm changing in my mind. All of this like plasticity ability to change becomes so tangible that then I just became a fiend. And it was like, how fast can I learn? And we get into sort of the, the modern era of Tom that people know me for of like, always be learning, optimize every second for getting the transition from potential to actual skill set going and happening. And then using that skill set in the real world and getting this feedback loop going of I'm now capable of things that other people are not capable of. And that allows me to do things and accomplish things that other people can't do and accomplish. And then that changed my life. But it really was that whole sort of messy, like having to read about the brain and figure out that just because I wasn't smart today didn't mean I couldn't be a little smarter tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. 
Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.